The Conspiracy Podcast contains adult language, suggestive themes, sexual situations, and discussions of some pretty horrific events. Basically, all the good stuff. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to Conspiracy in our third week of Spooktober. I am your host, Renee. Hello, I'm Liz. And, oh shit, that's right, there's no Katie this week. Uh, Yeah, we didn't abandon her. We didn't drop her on a, a Florida turnpike and make her find her way home. I did. <laughs> she is uh, doing some cool family stuff this week, so she will not be joining us, but... Trust me, somewhere she's just shouting out dick jokes and wondering why. Yep. Probably. Um, also, this week we're going to be... See, we've covered our our weird true crime stuff. True. We have covered our conspiracy stuff. True. So that means it must be time for creepy paranormal stuff. Yes. So this week we are talking about... One of the most haunted places in one of the most haunted cities, the Andrew Jackson Hotel in New Orleans, Louisiana, if you don't know where New Orleans is, or if you think there's more than one, but the one in Louisiana, the Louisiana one. The good one. The only one as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) The Cajun one. I had planned on um, trying to learn how to talk in a Creole accent. I'm really glad you didn't. I'm so glad you did it. <laughs> I assume it's probably some... Oh, you don't watch Always Sunny. No, I fucking don't, Renee. You want to know why? It's the same reason why you shouldn't be doing Creole accents. Because that show is racist. <laughs> and no, sexist. White, pe- white people are Creole? Why is it sexist? That show is sexist as fuck. Oh, do <laughs> you mean Creole accents? I was like, why are Creole accents sexist? <laughs> They're sexy, first of all. Yes. Second of all, I guess white people that were born there probably do have yeah, that. When I think of Creole accents, I think of the white dude from uh, Joe Dirt. God damn it. <laughs> Why do you even think about Joe Dirt? Because <laughs> it's a terrible, good, terrible movie. I guess. I'm like obsessed with David Spade and I still just can't fuck with that movie. That was like the end of it for me with David Spade. Like I I loved David Spade. Like I love him. Tommy Boy. Yeah. Um, the one that was Tommy Boy but with politics. No, Tommy Boy was nope. Black Sheep. Yes. Yes. Uh, 
And um, obviously Emperor's New Groove. His peak. Yes. And then he was in Grown Ups and Grown Ups mm. 2, which everyone hated, God. but I, like, cried laughing at the first Grown Ups. I mean, they're, like, Real tears. cheesy good. I just think it's funny. But then again, I still watch the same Vine compilations that I did when I was 18. Yeah. So there I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Vine compilations are great. Vine's that butter, my flaky egg roll. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is my fave, personally. Um... I've I've watched uh, Vines That Butter My Croissant. Love that one. Like croissant. Speaking of, have you ever watched, this is a total non sequitur, have you ever watched The Bread Lady on Instagram? No. No, it's The Bread Kitchen. Yes. I call her The Bread Lady, but it's, she's a very sweet British lady. And she does like the layers and layers and layers and layers of full puff pastry. Mm Mm-hmm. She's amazing, and Excuse I love me, her. Excuse me, burped. <laughs> That's <laughs> all this Bayou brew that we're drinking. We are. We've got some sweet Bayou brew. It's nothing to do with the Bayou. I just really wanted to drink a White Russian. So, but it's festive, and it's it's in a skeleton cup. So yeah, there you go. Whatever, jazz. Skibidi bop 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 no. bop. Skibidi bop. Ghost ghost ghosts. Improv, because jazz, boop. I'm behind on my scary movie quota for the year. <gasps> but oh I did God. last week watch a movie that I should tell you about. So it's a Hulu original, mm-hmm. and it's called Pure. Okay. Have you heard of it? No. So it's basically like, oh, and you grew up like this, so you'll probably know. Yes. Okay. So it's like this weekend camp that dads and daughters go on every year for church. Ugh. Purity camp. Oh. Right. Luckily, I never had to go on one I of did, but not with my dad. <laughs> Thank fucking God. I mean, I did, uh, oh, what's it, what's it fucking called? True Love Waits. Oh, hell I yeah. Did we True all Love Waits. We read through that, too, and I was like, I've already sucked a dick, Pastor Rob, but thanks. <laughs> I'll see, I'm good and virginal. Which, I mean, I was a virgin was, until college. Um, which, like, worked out to my advantage because it was just like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. I'll just hop straight to gay. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh, cool. All right. This is why I was never sexually attracted to any of my boyfriends. Like, wow, I thought I was a good Christian, but really, I just really anger in just person. Gay. Yeah. Hmm. Damn. Anywho. Anyways. <laughs> so they're at this purity camp, and it's already like very sketchy. The main characters are this really creepy dad and his daughter, who's the rebel trademark. Mm. And then he finds out, quote unquote, that's very important. He just finds out that he had a daughter with another lady when he when his wife was pregnant with the rebel girl. So he just met this daughter like two months ago and she's like 17 and she's already had sex. But she's just not telling him that Mm. because she wants a dad. She's never had one trademark. So. They, like, go to purity camp, and there's all these girls, and then the rebel daughter, like, tells all these other camp girls about the story of Lilith. Oh, yes. And what they do is, like, obviously the dads are doing something sketchy. The pastor is very sketchy. Like, they take these girls that are impure to this room, and really we still don't know what they do to them, even after the movie, but basically they call on Lilith. Like, they summon her. They get, like... Um, like an element of like a an item of each element, mm-hmm. and like they light candles and they read her book, and they summon her to fuck all the men up. It was awesome. 
Oh, dude, that reminds me. We haven't talked about Midsummer since I watched oh it. Oh my I god! Don't think so. We haven't talked about Flower Crown trademark. Oh my god, I loved it so much. That, Kat and I it was loved so it beautiful. So much. I was like, yeah, like it was this, too long for a movie theater. It was I was pissed. Way too long. too long for anything, but yes. definitely too long to sit in a in the Midtown Art Cinema. Yes, I agree. Because fuck those chairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, they could have cut out a lot of the middle. So much, but I all did. I needed to see was the beginning and only one shot of her parents dying. I only needed the one shot. I didn't oh, need the twelve yeah. rewinds. Yeah, thank you. And I needed. I could have done with like half. Of the creepy Swedish dude being like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I understand what it's like to have since your parents died. That's why you should be here. That was more Irish than anything. I was like, where were they? Were you watching the luck of the Irish? <laughs> <laughs> because that's what that was. <laughs> that was Whatever. definitely not Midsummer. Whatever. Anyways. I it was nuts. I could have done less with him. like, Because it was like... Oh, he would just come up and be like, oh, you should be here because your parents died. And I understand what that's like. Mm-hmm, and that's sad. Death. And it's like, okay, you've already told her that like six times. She gets right. it. Like, calm down. Also, like, we get it. Her boyfriend is a Chad. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Also, dude. we get it. The other guy was a Vlad. Okay. A Vlad? You know what they say? Like a Chad in the streets, but a Vlad in the sheets. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like, a spoo- like a spooky trademark. Oh, yeah. I did. I did like him. Even though he was a little creepy, I was like, he's still nicer than the boyfriend. True. Um, I liked him. Also, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, but at uh, when she does like the thing where they're like, pick who's going to be the sacrifice. Hell yeah. And it was either her boyfriend or the other dude. I was like, if she doesn't pick her boyfriend, mm-hmm. I'm going to be so mad because even if he hadn't cheated on her, he has been nothing but a terrible asshole throughout this entire yep. movie. He nothing has zero redeeming qualities. He has not done one nice thing throughout this entire movie. Mm-hmm. Totally. But I did like the fact that they were like, yep, yeah, put your seed in her and then we're going to kill you. Just I mean, that's what in- men do, essentially. Just like get people pregnant and then fuck off. <laughs> Climb into a bear carcass. <laughs> By that, I mean another girl. <laughs> <laughs> they just get a girl pregnant and then climb into a bear carcass to be sacrificed yeah. to whatever god Swedish cults worship. We can all dream. Mm-hmm. My favorite part, spoiler alert, was the old people suicide. <gasps> I just wanted to watch that on repeat. Dude, I was like... It was so fake. It was so great. I was like, Kat, that's how we should do it. Because like, once you reach like 72, what else are you going to do with your life? Just continue to exist while your organs shut down? Like, fuck no. Go out in a super fucking metal way. I wouldn't even tell people that's what was happening. I would tell maybe like, like one Yeah, we're going person. hiking. Yeah, I'd be like, guys, <laughs> we're going hiking. Kat and I are going to go up to this tall part. We'll see you in a sec. Me. And we'll tell like one person. So one person will be, be like me? ready to get our bodies. Me. And then we'll just like both face me. Play. Okay. All right. I'll tell you. Fine. Great. <laughs> but not before 72. I promise nothing. Okay. Next time you tell me you're going hiking, it will literally be like me behind every tree with binoculars. And I'll be like that old school uh, video game where it's the guy who has the stretcher and he's trying to count on Yoshi when he has the stretcher and he's trying to catch everyone that's falling yes. from the burning building. That's mm-hmm. me underneath everything. I'm like, hey, you guys good? Are you guys good? Okay. 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 <laughs> 
30 more years or for Renee, you're like 12 more years. Oh, I know. So yeah, we are, first of all, I'm pretty excited. I love New Orleans. I love New Orleans. It's so much fun. I've never been, but oh I God. love I can't the wait. aesthetic of New Orleans. I can't wait for our vacay. I love the aesthetic of New Orleans. Cannot wait for the vacay. Um, second oh, yeah. of all, I'm pretty excited because the article that I'm going to read tonight was just published like two weeks ago. Oh, nice. Yeah. Fresh news. <sighs> Fresh news. Chica, chica. Okay, so I wanted to talk <laughs> super quick about why New Orleans is so haunted because a lot of people refer to New Orleans as like the most haunted. City yeah, in the it's either like States. the most haunted or what? What do you normally get? It's really haunted, spicy, drag queens, <laughs> alcohol, above ground cemeteries. Aren't they all? No, because most people are like below ground. Oh, you mean like above ground the burials? Are above ground, yeah. Because like, you can't like cemeteries. No, that's called <laughs> as above, so below, and fuck that movie. That's a, that's a terrifying movie. Which one? As above, so below. I love that movie. It's I love that. movie. I mean, of course, I like it because it's good, but mm-hmm. it's terrifying. It is. Have you I seen the pyramid? That. Yeah. I love the pyramid. So good. I want to watch um all the Hellraisers again. It's been too long. It's been a I year. Know. It goes super downhill after like number three, though, or after know, number two. So fun. I do. I love, love Pincushion. Yeah. Pin. Oh, he's gone after the What's third his one. Pinhead. Pin. Pinhead. Pin <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's a third one. Fourth one. He's gone after third, one of them. The, after the third. Yeah. Because like they're like, oh, I found out their real identities, and <laughs> it doesn't make much sense. Bye. But like one and two are great. I freaking. I still love haven't the first seen one. one. Yeah, the, the first one is really good. New Orleans, widely considered to be one of the most haunted cities in the United States, if not the world. Actually, probably not the world because every city in Europe is so fucking haunted. I was like, let's talk about Europe for yeah, every... How many colors of plague do they have? <laughs> it's every city in Europe is built on five other dead cities. Exactly. Like, and villages. Like, and they there's... probably were taken, not lost. Yeah. So. Okay. So in the United States. In I United mean, let's States. talk about. Yeah. yeah. I, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's possibly due to the fact that when New Orleans was settled in 1718, it was literally like America's Australia. It was the dumping grounds for the worst that society had to offer. So murderers, rapists, and thieves from all over the world basically fled to New Orleans as a safe haven. And I'm not sure if that's just because it was like not saying anything about the French, but it was like the French area. Hey. So it was slightly different. Hey it was slightly separated from the rest of like British America. Maybe. I could be pulling that out of my ass. Listen, though. I'm a self proclaimed Frenchie. <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to calm down, ma'am. Um most of the haunts originate from the French Quarter and almost every location in the French Quarter is built over something that was there prior to 1788, which was the first um, giant fire, which happened on Good Friday, because of course it did. Yeah, I noticed that New Orleans has had a ton of fires. Yeah. Um, so on Good Friday, March 21st, 1788, was the first like 
Great New Orleans fire. I don't know why it's called Great, but it's called the Great New Orleans fire. It was like, great it was great. This was the what greatest fire. Thing. What a great, wonderful fire. But it destroyed 856 of the 1,100 structures in the city in five Jesus. hours. So, like 80% of the buildings That's in fast. five hours. Yeah. So, let's go into the Jackson Hotel itself. Mm. Let's talk about it before in its first incarnation. Yeah, because it was not always so comfortable. No, no. Like most of America during the 18th century, New Orleans was a pit of disease, death, and poverty because okay. life used to really suck. Um, can you imagine like living before um, indoor plumbing and you just have to like no, shit in a chamber I can't. pot and no, then dump no, it out your window? I can't. Do you want to know why I can't? Because I can't even pee in restaurants if there's someone else in the bathroom. Oh, really? See, I have no shame about that. I'll I have all the shame unless I'm leave. very drunk. I don't. I do not. Really? I will wait until okay. someone is washing their hands to start the pee flow. Um, it was not uncommon for families to lose loved ones, especially during the yellow fever epidemics dun, that dun, ravaged dun. the city nearly every summer. Um, so child mortality rates were really high, obviously, because like hospitals were shit. Always die. Yeah. yeah. And hospitals were shit. Like this was before doctors and physicians like washed their hands. So that was why people had so many kids, because most of your infants would die in childbirth. They're like, yeah, we'll try again. Yeah. However, Maybe next time. <laughs> um, like when it came to yellow fever, it was mostly adults who succumbed, um, especially men between the ages of 15 and 40. For some reason, they were the most susceptible. And then when they died, it would leave their families without like a he- head of the household mm-hmm. because there wasn't really like a good way for a woman to legally make enough money to be the head of the household which kind of sucks um and then ironically i found this interesting if you caught yellow fever and you survived it then you were immune for life Mm -hmm. so it was like a sort of like game of russian roulette every single summer because of the massive amount of death due to the 1700s being really shitty And also yellow fever. Because this was New Orleans, so, like, very swampy, tons of mosquitoes. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about all of the nastiness plus the climate. Yes. Oh, my God. It literally was hot shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It. I'm surprised anybody lived there. But there were a ton of children who needed schooling. And they, you know, those with parents and those who had been either orphaned or fatherless. So an all-boys boarding school was installed by the Spanish colonial government in 1792. I don't know what the girls did. I know what the... I'm sure they were just washing out, you know, piss pots and knitting. (laughs) Learning Learning how to say yes and that's it. Learning how to sew and learning how to say yes. Anyways... Um, now you would think, since we're talking about spooky stories and we're talking about a boarding school, you would think that the next 15 minutes are going to be me telling you terrible stories about this boarding school, but surprisingly, it was a pretty good boarding school. Yeah. It saw, like, initial success, but also it was only around for, for two years. And also, so. like, the internet wasn't a thing, so God only knows what happened there. That's true. So, after the Great Fire, more fires came. And in 1794, um, there were two, of course. So one was smaller and 
when that one was going through, there was also a hurricane because this is New Orleans. And so an account was talking about the building like swaying in the wind. And I'm sure hurricanes only make fires worse because it's just like whipping it into a frenzy. Have you ever seen that? No, God, I don't want to. I've seen a fire tornado. Yeah, it looks just like it. Oh, God, that's terrifying. Yeah. Mm, I'm so glad I don't live in a coastal city. Okay. So the second one was in December of 1794, and it allegedly consumed the city and all of its fine structures, (laughs) including the boarding school. Um, And... If reports are to be believed, then there were five boys who weren't able to make it out of the boarding school when the second fire went through, and their ghosts have not left the site in which they died. I mean, who doesn't want their five-star hotel to be on top of dead kid bodies? It's one star for every ghost. True. Or one star for every child ghost. I mean, it comes with free pillow fluffers. If I knew that. If I knew that, if it was like one, we have one star for every child ghost, I would be like, yes, take my money. Yes, take my money. <laughs> Here's my Amazon Visa. Just, just I don't keep that. Just I'll keep be back. Yep, yep, yep. So, the ghosts of these young boys have been heard playing in the courtyard in the middle of the night by multiple guests. Um, but spookily enough. I don't even know if that's a word. That feels... It's a word now. It feels weird to say. Um, I kind of like it. But they're not relegated to, like, one area of the hotel. Besides, <clears throat> nice. Yeah. They, they have room to they frolic. Just, they just roam around as they please. Yeah. Um, they've been heard in rooms 208, 107, and 109. <laughs> and one guest even reported being woken up from his sleep um, because of the static noise coming from the TV. And he leaned over to grab the remote control... <clears throat> and was like, how did the TV get on? Because I definitely shut it off before I went to sleep. And then as he aimed the remote at the TV and he like kind of sat up to do it, Stop. he Stop. Um, saw a the ghostly apparition of a young boy sitting in front of the TV. Ah! No. And then when he shouted, the apparition vanished immediately. Stop. Yeah. Yeah, and then this one's kind of funny um one lady after she spent the night at the hotel she went to the front desk to explain that she heard what she interpreted as cereal being poured on the ground okay interesting yeah very specific lady but okay and then the unmistakable noise of childlike giggling oh my god yeah Giggling is never okay when it's childlike. No! Or not. Adult giggles only. Oh, man. So, speaking of the TV thing, and I totally cut this out, but that actually happened to me and Kat once. What? It was, yeah, it was after, it was when we Don't lived in- Don't cut it out. <laughs> say it again. Say it loud. Say it proud. <laughs> it was when we lived in Isolana Village, and we of lived course. super close to a graveyard, because there's that little tiny one close mm-hmm. to the village itself. Yeah. So, Kat took- a bunch of American flags that were like on the tombstones and burned them in a bonfire we had oh, that night. Cat. Yep. And then a couple nights later, um Oh cat. <laughs> oh Catherine. A couple nights later, we we went to sleep watching uh Daily Show. And this is when John Stewart was still the host of Daily Show. And turned the TV off and we woke up to it being on like a staticky channel. Uh. Yeah. At like two in the morning. Uh. The TV came on and it was like a staticky channel. Ah. Like, yeah. 
Very creepy. So basically, somehow, I don't know how they thought that this wasn't going to happen, but building a hotel on a child graveyard probably wasn't the best idea. Basically, this whole episode could have been summed up in, like, TLDR. (laughs) Don't build a fucking hotel on a place where kids died. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a no-brainer. So... I mean, basically, a lot of things happen at this hotel, like Renee said, the three rooms um, that are most popular. Hotel employees and guests have seen, heard, or felt ghosts on the premises. Some of these spirits have allegedly pushed people out of their beds, which sounds fun, Mm -hmm. ruffled their pillows. I mean, are they on payroll? Because I love fluffing my pillows before bed. Yeah, they can ruffle my pillow while I'm sleeping. Literally. It's just extra fluffy. Flip it over. Make sure it's cold. I'll turn over. Make sure my butt cheeks are under the blankets because <laughs> they get real cold sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. That's all I need. Pay them. Pay these kids. And if it's a ghost, then it's always the cold side of the pillow. True. Wow, that was good. Mm-hmm. Guests have reported hearing the boys play outside. And by the way, no children are allowed to stay at the hotel. That's right. I did see that. So yeah. that's really, really weird. So one boy... In particular, named Armand, mm-hmm. seems to like to hang around and play some tricks. Yes. And no one knows how Armand died, but there's plenty of speculation. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and none of it weirdly involves the fire, which oh, of burned down not. the building. So in one account, Armand was thrown from the second floor balcony. And in another, he committed suicide by launching himself off the balcony to his death on the street below. Which is so sad. Yeah. But to room 208 seems to be like his preferred haunting spot. Mm-hmm. And he um, is known to like wake guests from their sleep with his like childish giggling and laughter. And he'll also like shove people out of their beds. Oh, no. While they're sleeping. So, yeah. He's not aggressive, but... It's like clear. Yeah, he's very mischievous. He likes to play games. And there are even like guests who, after staying an hour or two in room 208, they'll like run to the front desk and like beg to change rooms because they say they experienced a strange, eerie feeling within the room as though someone or something was watching them. Mm -mm. Like the overhead lights will switch on and off with no rational explanation. And the faucets will turn on by ah. themselves, and some of their like belongings will disappear, and then either reappear in some other part of the room or just like no, never no, show no. up again. No, no, yeah. no. So basically, so Renee's him. dream vacation. Mm-hmm. She's gonna go there, and she's gonna ditch me immediately when we get there, and she's gonna <laughs> be like, "Hi, hello, room two hundred eight, please. <laughs> I'll, wait. I'll wait. Oh, they're paying one fifty. I'll double it. Mm-hmm. Thank you." Oh, yeah, I will literally just, like, hand them my my credit card and be like, doesn't matter. <laughs> Charge it. Where's <laughs> Armand? I have a play date. <laughs> what I wanted to do was let Renee be Renee and talk about all the facts, and I'll be Liz, and I'll talk about all the fun stuff. Woo! So, one of my personal favorite stories was from room 109, which is one of the three famous haunted rooms at the it's Andrew one Jackson of the Hotel. Spooky rooms. Precisely. Precisely. Hold on. <clears throat> Precisely. 
So this husband and wife booked their room, once again, 109, at the hotel for their uh, little vacation. And in the middle of the night, he wakes up to the smell of extremely strong cigarette smoke, and he could feel it being blown in his face. What a dick. First of all, fuck that. <laughs> like, the last time someone blew smoke in my face, I'm pretty sure I, like, walked away. Like, I, like, literally did not even, like, continue mm. to talk to them. Like, that's not cool yeah. in any way, ever. That's not cool. So I don't think it was a child. Mm-mm. I think you were right when you probably said it was Thomas Jefferson. Wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although it might have been Thomas Jefferson, too, because he was a dick. It was probably, it was Old Hickory. Wow. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, he obviously wakes up, because that's fucking nasty. Yeah, exactly. And he goes to the window to see if anyone's, like, on the balcony next to him, or, like, under him, and no one is smoking. No one's outside at all. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, that's weird. He lays back down, and then his wife sits up and yells, Are you smoking? Which would be me. <laughs> Obviously. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> are you doing? God damn it. <laughs> I'm just trying to sleep I'm with not my your- jean mask. <laughs> I'm not your cat. Don't blow your smoke in my face. I know that's right. So... Um, he obviously was like, um, no, but that just happened to me, so mm-hmm. whoa, whoa, whoa. Um... So they, like, looked around. No one was in their room. They got up, made sure the door was locked, locked the windows, and there was no one there. They looked outside the hallway. Like, nothing happened. So the next morning, they were all packed up, and they were, like, walking back to the room. And he hears the toilet flush in 109 before he walks in. And when he walks in, there is a cigarette smoking in the toilet. What? Yeah. Oh my god. It probably was Andrew Jackson because he was kind of an asshole. Not Thomas Jefferson? No. It probably could have also been Thomas Jefferson. Guess what? Thomas Jefferson was an asshole. And so was Andrew I mean, Jackson. Hamilton was the only founding father who like was real. Whoa. Whoa. I mean, Alexander Hamilton did make fun of Aaron Burr for being a feminist, so... I mean, yeah, but he also was like, hey, this girl says she needed help. She took her clothes off. I was here for it. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> she um, she got on the bed and she spread her legs. And what was I supposed to do? Like, I'm a married man, but I love beef curtains. <laughs> <laughs> just because I'm hungry, just because I'm not hungry doesn't mean I'm not going to go through the Arby's drive-thru. I know that's right. Give me a, what is that called? Not on the payroll. <laughs> so basically, the last thing that I wanted to cover is like really long, so you're gonna have to bear with me. Um, but basically, so when I went to New Orleans, I did. I'm pretty sure I did the same tour that this guy does. Um, so he is a tour guide in New Orleans. Um, you can literally like find him on TripAdvisor. He's really cool. He wears a kilt. I'm not gonna nice. share his name because I don't. I didn't ask for permission. So, mm. but he's really cool. I'm pretty sure he's the only one that's Irish and has a walking stick and wears a kilt and has Celtic tattoos all over him. Oh wait, hold on. Is this Ghost City Tours? Mm-hmm. Okay, keep going. We're friends on Facebook and we like talk sometimes. Oh, I love yeah. that. 
He's really cool. Let him know he he's bonded. on the podcast. I will. I'll text him. Or I'll, like, message him. It's not weird like that. Anyways. <laughs> so we are going to talk um, about pretty much everything that this one specific tour guide, Matt, has covered. That's not his real name, but I didn't ask, so I'm just going to say Matt. Oh, uh, I was going to say that's not the name I have, but that's why. Yeah. Continue. I'm just going to say, well, I didn't ask. I don't want to be weird because yeah. I'm reading it word for word, so. Oh, yeah. That's I don't want to be, you know, that person. Not that we're on the charts or anything, but, you know, one day we it might be, be, and then we'll end up like another podcast who uh, got all their episodes listened back to, and then they're like, wait a second, <laughs> this isn't you. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, I'm changing his name. We, get, we do all um, of our own research. But you can pay to have this man walk you around New Orleans, and it was like the coolest tour I've ever had in my life. Like, I learned so much, I still think about it all the time. So... But this is the experience that he and his fellow tour guides have had at the Andrew Jackson Hotel. So, the paranormal activity started before the investigation at New Orleans's Andrew Jackson Hotel. The investigation began at 7 p.m. July 6, 2019. The sun was still shining and it was deathly hot outside as we introduced ourselves to our tour for the evening. Seated under the red patio umbrellas, our guests' attention fixed on us. They did not see the hurried and horrid woman flying down the 19th century stairs like a bat out of hell. Did any of you bring a child with you to the hunt? She asked, hands clutching the banister and face red. A chorus of immediate no's greeted her, as well as a few people asking if she was okay. She was insistent. Are you sure that nobody brought their kid with them? A boy about this high. She brought her hand to her chest. I was getting ready to leave my room. The door was open. A child tugged on the back of my shirt and I saw him jump off the balcony. Armand, you rapscallion. I know. He says, I'm sorry, ma'am, but this hotel... Doesn't allow kids. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) The ghost hunter continues. Thomas first made his presence known to Michael, Bill, and Elaine during a preliminary hunt at the hotel, where they posted themselves in room 208 during a spirit box session. Is anyone here? Elaine asked. Anyone from when this was a school? No answer except for three harsh sounds that could not be distinguished from the white noise. I don't know what I would do. You're way braver than I am. If I heard all of that, I'd be like, eh, bye. <laughs> Have you watched, um, oh my god, what is it called? There's a movie where they go and investigate... Um, these supposed like goblins in Kentucky, and they do a whole scene with a spirit box, and it's really cool. I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'm intrigued. I. Are there any teachers? The answer was chilling. Come and find us. Come and find us. Come and find us. Like real quick, in case people don't know what a spirit box is, so it's basically, it basically picks up a. T- ton of radio sounds at the same time so when you play it it just sounds like a ton of static and then 
you like depict stuff from it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like occasionally you'll hear words, but it's mm-hmm. very difficult. That's why when you hear something as clear as come and find us, like that that's is wild. That's wild. Yeah. Because it's it, just imagine if you had like the static from 20 radio stations firing at once. And then you can literally hear the strict, like, the actual words. Like, no, 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 no. I'm yeah. good. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> no, I can't find you. I've never been farther away from you, actually. <laughs> and I'm out. Thank I'm moving so further away as we speak. Thank you for this time. Bye. And goodbye. Pretty much. So, um, he goes on. Were the souls lost? Were they playing a game? He sat forward, hands clasped between his knees. Where are you? We don't know where to find you. Come and find us in the, in the back, back house. house. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Came the eerie reply that sounded less like an adult and more like a group of children, or perhaps just one boy. A boy named Thomas, who they only caught his name when they asked if any of the young boys from the school were present. Seconds later, another voice came through, and this one sent chills racing through our spines. Save us. Oh, that's so creepy. That gave me, like, Toy Story vibes. The claw. That claw. <laughs> Save us. <laughs> Help us. Pretty much. Ugh, so scary. Two weeks later, during the first ever public hunt at the Andrew Jackson, Thomas made another reappearance, this time again in room 208, as we sat with two guests and held on <clears throat> to each other as we held another EVP session. Bum, bum, bum. Thomas's small, scared voice broke through the white noise when Michael Bill asked, Are you there, Thomas? Here. Ugh. <laughs> uh, the two women and I shared a glance. The women stayed silent, waiting for me to lead the way. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you all the way. Are you here, Thomas? I can't find you. I'm scared. (laughs) Over the next few minutes, the silence was broken only by words like lost and afraid. And no matter what the guests or I did to ease Thomas's fright, nothing helped. But Thomas was one of the schoolboys who may have died at the old Spanish school on Bourbon Street. Or was he perhaps a servant who worked at the U.S. Federal Courthouse or the hotel in its early days? Mm. Room 208 remained active for the entirety of the paranormal investigation. And like the woman whose shirt had been tugged on by an unforeseen force, another guest had come into contact with Thomas around the same time. That guest was staying in room 208 and was in the bathroom doing her makeup. She placed her makeup bag on the toilet seat lid, pressed her hips against the sink counter to shove her face close to the mirror and brush on mascara. Girl, I've been there. I was going to say, that's me every day. <laughs> These wings don't come from far away. I have yes. to get right up on it. Dude, I had one of, my, one of my coworkers ask me how long it took me to do my makeup, and I was like, five minutes. And they were like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. Like, it's just... Like, yeah, I do a full ass fucking face when I put makeup on. Uh, so yeah. it's like 45 minutes. Oh, really? I mean, I can do it fast, but not with like bronzer, blush, mm-hmm. contour, like brows. If I just yeah. want to do like glitter, eyeliner, and concealer, like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
but you know i'm extra so i mean that's fair basically this would have been me i mean i'm not wearing anything but you still look great thank you wow so she is doing her mascara close to the mirror and suddenly the tub's old-fashioned faucet turned on which first of all for me that's a fuck that like if i'm in a hotel alone in Mm -hmm. a haunted city yes and the bathtub turns on i'm out i'm out i'm out i'm I'm way out i've been out it's i'm already eating a beignet cafe du monde (laughs) what's the hotel i don't know where's my stuff i don't know Oh, see, that's because, like, I'd be like, fuck yes, fuck yes. <laughs> I'd yeah, be like, bring it. me my spirit box. Oh, my God, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> so the tub turns on. She twists around, mascara clutched in one hand, as she saw her makeup bag fly off the toilet lid and onto the ground. Face powders, eyeshadows, and other products slipped from the unzipped bag, scattering and shattering all around. Spoiler alert, the ghost was the band One Direction. I was like, the Jeffree and, Star? And then when she pulled the shower curtain, they were all standing there going, You don't know you're beautiful. That's what makes you beautiful. Every week, <laughs> Renee does something <laughs> uglier and uglier, and I would just steps away from quitting. <laughs> That's why Katie isn't here today. She's like, I can't deal with Renee one more week. So her products slipped from the unzipped bag, scattering and shattering all around. There was no way it could have slipped, she said. It wasn't anywhere near the edge, and it just, like, picked up and threw itself. I know something did it. Oh, yeah. Like, come on. As she retold the story to us during the hunt's introduction, she was so frightened that after she gathered her makeup and finished applying it, she did it, like, while she was sitting in bed, facing the mirror, like, terrified and shaking. Why is she still doing her makeup? I like, know. Bye. You can find me in the lobby bathroom. Like, why Why is she, like, I don't know. I feel like if you're staying in room 208, you know what you're getting into. You're like, oh, 208 made me scared. Don't stay in 208. Right. Like, go downstairs. Listen, some people like ghosts. I me. like ghosts. I'm trying to put my makeup on, though, and it's not working for me. <laughs> you have somewhere else I can get ready? Thanks. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously. So. But, yeah. So, basically, like, I almost feel like these kids, like, the ghosts of whoever is there, like, knew they were going to start doing haunted tours there, and they were like, hey, we're here. Hello. Well, yeah, like, ghosts feed off. I feel like ghosts feed off of energy. Oh, for sure. So the fact that there are people there who are going in and expecting something, Mm -hmm. and especially because it's children ghosts, Mm -hmm. like, children already love to fuck with you. If I was a child ghost, like, if I died 25 years ago, (laughs) so old, and I was a child ghost, like, yeah, no, like, I would fuck with people. I Definitely. Would, yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'm going like, to steal oh, your clothing. Is this the new ColourPop eyeliner? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Throws it across is the room. Is this your new James Charles rainbow palette? Oh, shatter. Fuck <laughs> it. That's wild. Oh, yeah. No, I would be horrendous child ghost. And but I no think one's actually like, no one's actually like been hurt, though, which is no, nice. It's, like, it's, people it's just get their pillows mischief. ruffled, their mm-hmm. makeup scattered. 
you know, aside from Andrew freaking Jackson smoking his cigarettes in people's faces, everyone yes. else is just like, hi, hello, it's me. Pay attention to me. I don't trust Andrew Jackson anyway because he's a goddamn asshole, especially to Native Americans. True. But he was apparently because, like, after it was a boarding house, it was like a courthouse for a brief period of time. And he had to go to court there a few times and was basically a dick to the judge who just wanted mm-hmm. him to be yeah, a civilized human being. There at that same yes. location. Yeah, like the judge just wanted him to be a civilized human being and not an asshole. Exactly. And he was like, can't do it. You're banished. Right. So, so basically, if you're looking to get, you know, turned down service and also like your makeup bag cleaned out, you should mm-hmm. stay there. I would totally stay there. I actually looked at prices and it goes as cheap as like $120 a night. That's awesome. And I saw I, Airbnbs for like way more than that. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I looked up like around Valentine's Day because I was like, what's far enough in advance? And I'm uncreative. So that's cute. I know. Kat, guess what? We're going to a haunted hotel for Valentine's Day. That's fun. I would do that. I know. Free turn down service and they'll ruffle our pillows while we're sleeping. What else do you need? And if you tell them ahead of time that you prefer jazz cabbage, they might get <clears throat> you like shotgunned while you're asleep. Apparently. I'll just be like, Mr. Ex President Jackson, I prefer the devil's lettuce. If you can get <laughs> what us. What do you have for me? <laughs> do you have any sativa? <laughs> do you have any pineapple express? <laughs> yes. Amazing. Do you have any sour kush? Is it legal in Louisiana? No. Oh. Nothing is, but everything is. Yeah, exactly. That's that's actually why their that's actually why their roads suck is because the federal government will not give them money to fix their roads because they refuse to like check IDs in New Orleans. I did not have my ID checked while I was there. No, mm-hmm. I don't think I did. Yeah, they don't check IDs because they're just like, if somebody wants to drink here, we'll let them drink. And the federal well, yeah, you can drink like, outside, too. There's yeah. like an open container there. Yeah, and the federal government's like, if you want to do that, that's fine, but we're not going to give you money to fix your roads, so all the roads suck in New Orleans. I took the streetcar the whole Louisiana. time I was there. So, I don't know. I had to drive through Alabama to get there, so that was, like, traumatizing enough. How many possum festivals did you see? Like, four. Okay. And, like, a skinhead festival, mm-hmm. an I Hate Women festival. Yep. Um, a seasonless gravy festival, <laughs> and then like it's... how to cook your road fill, road fill. How I'm sorry, like a how to cook your road kill festival. The gravy there is just flour and water. They're like, why would we put pepper in it? That's spicy. We got mayonnaise. <laughs> My cousin Bobby will rub it on you real good, like he does me every night. <laughs> Dude, have you ever heard of, is it called white sauce? Come. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Uh, I said the C word. It's like a weird white sauce they have in Alabama that they put on chicken. What? Oh, Alabama white. Alabama white, yes. So come. <laughs> no, yeah. I it's your at... cousin's come. That's how you know what? it's that Ugh. real Alabama white. Anyways, um, yeah, I feel like I was at Willie's or Moe's or something like a few months ago, and they have like Alabama white sauce there now, That's and it's so... basically like Jazzy Ranch. Yeah, not even Jazzy. <laughs> like Jazzy mayo. I don't know. It yeah, it's lame. not even Jazzy. It's like take ranch, subtract the bit of flavor ranch has, and subtract just... the black spots. <laughs> yes, yeah, just creamy white, creamy beige. Ugh. 
Ooh. Basically, so I drove through Alabama, and then I got to New Orleans, and then... <laughs> Completely skipped over Mississippi, which everyone does. Did I go through Mississippi? Oh. You had to have. Did I? Yeah, you had to have. That's fun. <laughs> I was listening to the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack, so there's no telling where I went. Who knows? She's like, maybe Arkansas was there, but I don't remember. It's all the same. I was listening to Kingdom Hearts, so who cares? I could not name a city in Mississippi. Hold on. Biloxi. Yes. Okay. I couldn't even think of Biloxi. But isn't that... Wait. Is that... Is that Mississippi? Yeah, Biloxi's in Mississippi. Okay. Is Jackson Mississippi? Yes. That's the capital, isn't it? Let's Google it. Oh, please. Hold, please, for Google. Beep, boop, boop, bop, beep, boop. Will I find the mouse? We are computing. White Russians are dangerous for podcasts. Beep, boop, bop. Oh, it is. Okay. Sweet. (gasps) Okay. Oh, Raymond, which is also apparently a city in Mississippi. So the point of the story is nobody knows any cities in Mississippi except for Biloxi, because that's where the gambling is. I only knew that from that one TV show that had that really hot girl on it, Hayden Panettiere, mm. and Lynn and Stella. What was that show called? Dallas? Nashville. Nashville. Dallas! <laughs> what was that show called? White people. Uh, <laughs> um, con- country white people? <gasps> so in closing, uh, if you have the chance to stay at the Andrew Jackson Hotel... You absolutely should. I mean, only if you like ghosts, though. We don't want anyone that listens to our podcast going into cardiac arrest or definitely not, like, shattering your new, like, Jeffree Star x Shane Dawson palette. If it's Jeffree Star, it deserves to be shattered. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, But I don't think they would be listening to our podcast if they didn't like ghosts. Although, to be fair... I'll cut this out. Oh my God. Um, one of my my coworker, William Hasty Kirk. William Hasty Kirk. So he, I was, know him. I shamed him for not listening to our podcast. So yes. he was flipping through episodes and he listened to the Catherine Knight one because he read the oh description Lord. and saw that we were talking about soccer players. So he didn't even listen to it. He just flipped through it to try and find where we were talking about soccer players. When were we talking about soccer? For like 15 seconds where we were talking about how much we love soccer players because they all have really nice butts. Did, I, did we do that? Yeah, we did. Yeah, that happened. Um, okay. And I was like, you do realize like that's the episode of the... I was like, so you saw the description where it said like the design skills of Ed Gein with the culinary skills of Jeffrey Dahmer. You do know what that means, right? And he was like, not really. I was like, that's the story of the woman who killed her her boyfriend, skinned him, and cooked him for dinner for his kids. And he looked at me for a second, and he was like, you know, Renee, when you tell me to support your podcast, <laughs> do you realize that uh, that's probably going to be hard for me? And I was like, just don't listen to that episode. Just turn the volume down and give us a streaming farm. That's all we're asking for. Kat said she's going to start doing that. I told her. I got to tell her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I did see that we have all five-star reviews on Apple. We People do? People are leaving us reviews yes! on Apple. Uh, we have one one-star review. And what? whoever that was, fuck you. <laughs> but <laughs> everyone else gave five stars. No four stars, Is it from no Tim three Apple? stars, no two stars. It's probably from Tim Cook, yes. Oh, I forget. 
His name isn't really Apple. <laughs> it's just, it's Ray. one of those meme things. It's like when you forget that Ted Cruz isn't really the Zodiac killer. He is. He is. He wasn't even born yet, but he is. <laughs> <laughs> he totally is. He lied about his birth date so nobody would People know People thought Obama really... did. They were like, you're lying. You're yeah, lying about your birth certificate. You weren't born there. You weren't born at this time. Like, <sighs> So. Yeah, no, Ted Cruz is a Zodiac killer. And if Obama Tim is Cook's, Muslim, anything can happen. And Tim Cook's real name is Tim Apple. And he gave us a one-star review, and that's bullshit. But I anyways. Do, I do want the iPhone 11 Pro Max, if you could just hook me up with that daddy <laughs> Apple. <laughs> but anyways, if you want to support our drinking habits, please feel free to buy us a coffee or tea. Or write Russian. Or write Russian at coffee.com slash conspiracy kofi.com slash conspiracy ko-fi.com so sorry um and tune in next week because we're going to be doing some spooky spaghetti creepy pasta frightful farfalle some tearful tagliatelle Ooh, that was good thank you we'll be regretful rigatoni Ooh, that was even Bombastic bow ties. Oh, dang. She's on a roll right. I can't on. top this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We got one more. Regretful ravioli. Ooh. Sinister spaghetti. Yes. Frightening fettuccine. Mm-hmm. Postpartum depression. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Liz is just hungry and naming all the spaghetti. <laughs> naming all the pasta she wants. And gnarly noki yes gnarly noki that's the one that's the one we're naming our next episode gnarly Gnarly noki yes and all three of us will be here katie will be back katie will stop us from getting drunk yes and we will all be uh we'll each be telling some uh some spooky stories gnarly noki I can't wait. I cannot wait to scare the shit out of these people. I can't wait to make you guys pee in your chairs, which is going to suck because these are my chairs. Well, I was going to say, if I pee in it, it's yours. This is leather. I'll be fine. (coughs) All right. Well, that's fine, but I'm going to make you guys pee yourself or I'm not going to be happy. I'll bring my own tarp. I hope Katie pees herself when she listens to this episode. That's my number one wish. I love you, Katie. We love you so much. And we love you guys, too. All of you out there. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram at Conspiracy Podcast ATL. And on Twitter at Conspiracy. The Conspiracy. The Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Is that it? People so- like it. Yeah. Sweet. So follow us on Twitter at The Conspiracy or we'll kill you. And in you can also sleep. follow us on Facebook if you want to, which you well, should. I slack on that, but I'm, yeah, we're trying. <laughs> we're going. It's just that Facebook is like no offense, Mark, but like uh, Facebook sucks. Uh, like, well, it, well, hi, Mark. Well, you hi, suck. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, this isn't really a podcast for boomers, so yeah, exactly. Unless who's on Facebook? Sorry, nanny, you can't listen to my podcast. Yeah. So follow us on Instagram and Twitter because that's Yay! where we are. <laughs> Does that mean we have to make a TikTok? No. I'm too old for TikTok. Okay, good, good, good. Me too. I'm too old for it. I can't, I can't even. Okay, so join us next week for some gnarly Noki outrageous Orzo. Damn it. That was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, ridiculous but rigatoni. Yes, I still love ridiculous rigatoni. 
That's my band name. Uh, I'm Gnarly Noki forever. I could see Katie being like Bohemian Bowtie. Yes. That's fine. We'll leave it there. That's her. All right. Well, thank Listen, you guys. Thanks for listening. I hope you got spooked and I hope you peed yourself. Yes. But um, yeah, get ready for next week. We love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Just to go. But I want you to know tonight that we as a people